Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo, welcome back, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back for the season three finale. The grand finale. Yes, the grand finale. Um, Against my better judgment, I'm here. (laughs) Dan Dan, uh, was able to somehow get himself dressed and and roll over here. Uh, Just, uh, I I put on my pants, uh, you know, one leg at a time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um just like everybody else but after he does that he goes and throws up in the toilet yeah <laughs> oh no no see i i kept it yeah i kept it down man kept it down yeah old old iron stomach here <laughs> <laughs> pukes puke three since 2003 nope <laughs> but not last night <laughs> um all right guys welcome back to the uh to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops. High fives. Oh, finale. High five. And friendship. Uh, I am your host, the crispiest of boys. The for the last time. The, the last the, time. Last time. The king of the crunk. Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh man, I am trying so hard to bring the Stone Cold Steve Austin like energy and it's it's, it's killing not me right there. now. <laughs> it's killing me right now. <laughs> Dan's gonna clang two beers together and start chugging and immediately vomit that up. You ever see that uh th- yeah, you ever see when he's doing the freestyle stroke with all the beers around him? No. Uh, you ever saw that no, video of him? It's like all the beers are spilled around him on the ri- in the ring, and Stone Cold oh, is yes, swimming yes, yes, through yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That uh, would, it would Dan would look like uh, when somebody chugged a beer with Steve Austin, and then he like he went and gave him a Stone Cold yeah. stunner, and they all they spit the beer out. Yeah, that would be Dan. Oh man, chugging the beer. <laughs> would you ask if you ever met like Stone Cold? Would you ask to have a beer chugged and then like yeah, let me chug a beer with you, and would you give me a stunner? One million percent. One yes. million percent. Yeah, yes. yeah. I I feel like if you're meeting Steve Austin, like why would you not ask that? Exactly. Um, I mean that might be a hard request if like you're meeting in like uh like a professional capacity. <laughs> no, I mean even if you're if you're meeting somewhere that isn't a wrestling ring, that's a that's a tough thing for him to drop down for a stunner. Like if we had a mutual friend who passed away and we we're both at a funeral. Yes. And you're just like, yeah. Could you uh, like give me a stunner? <laughs> um, normally, I think that would be inappropriate, but, uh, you know, how often do you get to meet Stone Cold? I mean, if it's at a funeral, so be it. It's you, you still got to ask the question. Yeah. 
you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. Michael Ooh. Scott. Wayne Gretzky. Oh. Uh, Michael Uncle <laughs> Scott. Scott. Wayne Gretzky. Got it. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Uh, yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us for the, the final episode of the season. We're finishing out strong. We're finishing out strong. Yeah. Yeah. Want to go through some homework quick? Um, yeah. Get going. Oh, wait. We got one more thing to yes, do first. Do. Sorry. I forgot. We're still in our intro. It's, uh, mercifully uh the year the the year of uh, late 90s early 2000s hip-hop is coming to a a close you know 50 52 weeks or how many how many weeks of this so with some of them we've taken off it's about 50 weeks i'd say around around 50 weeks of late 90s early that's 50 songs Mm -hmm. of late 90s early 2000s Mm hip-hop where we had to really dig deep at the end yeah we definitely don't know enough late 90s early 2000s hip-hop that we thought we did no uh, yeah we i thought we would this would be a cakewalk to just uh get a song every week absolutely and, not um yeah i mean it was it, it was tough uh i don't i think if next year's uh asian chinese new year uh of music um wasn't so strong i don't think i would hate the end of this so much yeah, but I'm really looking forward to next year. Oh, 2023. Uh, and we'll talk, I guess we'll talk about it on the first episode of uh, the new season. Yeah, I think that has to come uh, but in. With we are, I mean, the listeners, you guys are in for a treat. Real treats. We've got the intro songs right. But Tom, how about you close out our late 90s, early 2000s hip hop with quite possibly your best pick? Maybe the best pick? Maybe the best Maybe. pick. Okay. All right. All right, everybody. This is the best best friends podcast in the world. And we are starting right now. We gotta stop making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how I was supposed to be. This I can never take the brother yeah. that's close to me. In, it's the it's it's change of the season. It, it wraps up the season in a nice little gift. Right here. This is our gift that's to you, listeners. Get ready to turn it down before it's YouTube blocks us. <laughs> we don't want YouTube to take us down for this. That's just the way it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, some things will never be the same, and the intro music, that'll never be the same. <laughs> and that's really what it is. The intro music will never be the same again, because we got some spectacular Good, stuff lined goodbye, up. Goodbye, late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop. You will be missed to an extent, but man, we are ready for next year. Yeah, we are 100% ready for next year. Um, but while we're doing that, uh, let's get some housekeeping done. Um, guys, you gotta remember, uh, follow rate review. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, uh, no, Matt, I'm just, I'm just a little, uh, a little under the weather. Dan's going through it right now. I'm going through it right now. Um, sticking it out though. (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, you know, uh, follow rate review, uh, all major podcast platforms, uh, gives a follow, gives rating. I mean, it's mostly, uh, Apple, I think we went over that. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple where Podcasts is where you really want to leave matters. your reviews. We got an epic one last episode that we got to read off. So yeah. um, we are looking for more uh, reviews to read. Uh, and that rating, Tom, what's the rating? Five-star party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, so five stars. Give us a review. We don't care. Uh, help us beat the algorithm. Um, it's a never-ending fight. Yeah. Help us, help us be number one in Ghana again. Yeah, we just want to we want to make the podcast in Ghana great again. Yeah, you know it's just, it's a pig. <laughs> it's a pig, terrible slogan. <laughs> pig, podcast in Ghana great. Piga, 
No, it's not going to work. No, no, uh, <laughs> it's not going to work. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, do that. Um, if you want to, I mean, that's, that's the best way to support the podcast on a non-monetary means. Uh, I mean, that's the way that we're going to bump up. We're going to get advertisers, you know, it's, it's going to help us out. That's the best way yeah. to the support reviews, the podcast the without giving us money. Yeah. Um, but if you do want to give us money, you can do that at anchor.fm slash support or slash best, best friends pod slash support. Um, shill Tom shill. Yeah. You know, come on, do it. Give me money. Money me. Money now. Me a money needing a lot now. <laughs> we are needing a lot now. Uh, and if Farkas needs to shut his damn mouth, uh, he said not to give us a dime, but don't listen to him. What does he know? He just knows how to make IPAs with Citra. Yep. Uh, yeah. He's just sitting on a beanbag chair of Citra right now talking <laughs> shit about us. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, that's the best way to support us. I well, I mean, that's the best way to monetarily support us um, is is through anchor support. Yep. Um, and as always, we're part yep. of the uh, Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network, growing part of, uh, I guess, an ever growing uh, group of independent craft beer podcasts. Um, check out the website. It's www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Follow them on social media at Hopped Up Network. There you go. Um, all right. So we, you know, we we mentioned we are. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus. Um, Tom, why do you keep unplugging me? I don't know. It's, I mean, maybe it's subconscious. I'm just, I'm trying to phase you out of the podcast. This is why I don't come into the studio, man. <laughs> Always kicking the, uh, the power out. You, you turn down the heat. <laughs> you, it's a, you, you unplug my laptop. <laughs> it's, a, it's a balmy 52 in here. It is a balmy, <laughs> it's a balmy 48 right now. It's like uh, summertime. Yeah. It's not the, it's not the heat, Dan. It's the humidity. Ah, yes. Um, all right. So uh we said we, we like we mentioned we're we're finishing out strong with a guest uh and if you're already in the stream you've been staring at his beautiful face for the last 15 <laughs> minutes while we've been setting this up <laughs> um so yeah we're joined tonight by uh the head brewer at free will brewing uh sean cannon sean thanks Hi. for joining us thanks for having us us as in me and my cat and dog apparently <laughs> Crowd, the, the royal us, us. the royal <laughs> us it's a party over there yeah it, it's always a party here at the animal house <laughs> oh man so we've already got uh we've already got some fan art man i mean you were uh you're pretty popular man i mean we we got this just as we were coming in um there we go. <laughs> you, you with your favorite hop right there. I think I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's Citra or Sabra, we definitely know who made this. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's only it's one of only two words that he can spell properly. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, shirt that says, ah, and bro. <laughs> That's the next Warwick Farm uh, merch right there. Yeah, I told there him he's going to make it. Nobody will buy it but him, but he'll still wear it. <laughs> <laughs> you get that Sabro person on it. Mm-hmm. Sabro. <laughs> Sabro. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to uh, we're going to be drinking some free will beer. Uh, we're going to talk to Sean about some brewing stuff and uh we're gonna finish out the finish out the year strong we're finishing out the year strong look at yeah. this we got a guest classic a, i mean this a brewery is a, actually answered yeah. our emails and or messages it's and wild. decided to come on wild stuff. wild <laughs> um but yeah i mean this is a classic episode we have a brewery guest dan's in the studio and we got a crispy and a hazy yeah i know this is a classic 
by the book episode yeah. for us here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get this thing started. Um, I didn't even pick out glassware, Dan. I got Man, you. It's, I got you. it's been so, uh, it's been so long since we've, we've done this together in the, uh, in the studio that, uh, I just, I, I, I lapsed. I lapsed on it. Sorry, right, I got you. Um, all right. So let's bring up the, the beer here. Uh, so we're going to be doing Wolf of Fate by Free Will Brewing uh, in collaboration with Source. Right? Yep. Collaborate with Source Brewing from Colts Neck, New Jersey. Kind of a bit of a hype brewery. Yeah, they've been uh, working with a lot of people in the area. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Is, is Source, is that the one that's coming to Philly? What's they're the in Philly. They yeah, are, they are in Philly. Yeah. They are in Philly. They have a tap room in Fishtown. It's absolutely gorgeous. The food is okay. phenomenal. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. yeah we, I, we dropped this beer off down there. I delivered it. We were going to a concert. So we stopped there beforehand and had some beers and food and it's, it's, a, it's worth the trip it really is. Yeah. If you're familiar with like Fishtown, Philadelphia, uh, listeners, but it, there is, there is no shortage of places that have good beer in Fishtown. Yeah. You're not kidding. Um, all right. So like I said, we're doing Wolf of Fate. Uh, it's a Dortmunder lager, um, Dort, Dortmunder gold lager. Um, and that's coming in at 5.8 alcohol by volume. Um, Dan, you want to give us a. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the overall impression of the style yeah. here, which is basically a golden German lager balancing a smooth multi profile with a bitter hoppy character and a slightly above average body and strength beer. So this is like a hell. This is like a hell's extra, basically. Oh, I like that. Hell's extra. All right. Yeah. So let's get a crack here. All right, guys, get ready. Oh, man. Three. <laughs> oh. Oh. in classic podcast Ready? fashion i'll try i'll, I'll do it <laughs> three two one there we go um, oh that was sean i can't thank you enough for doing that for our finale <laughs> i of I course I missed it, that intro part uh my bad it's it's very <laughs> fitting that we have our what we've coined a premature craculation yeah <laughs> on our final episode uh of the season. That was actually okay. somebody from 10-7 that came up with that, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think it was on an episode with them. And then uh I think it was here. It was Matt or one of the uh, one of the guys. That sounds like a Matt thing. That sounds like something you'd say, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> and it, we came up with it and it has stuck. But my thing that I do is usually I just don't like to tell the guests that we crack in unison. And then Tom just thinks that we're all going to crack in unison and then somebody does it. And I go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's the one if there's one way that I can derail the podcast. Sa it's, saboteur. It's, yeah, that's that's how I want to do it. <laughs> but you got to love that a beer that, you know, just looks like a it's like a photo filter. I can do the whole podcast through it. <laughs> it's like sepia tone or whatever. <laughs> yeah, sepia tone. Sepia yeah. tone. <laughs> all right. So, boys. Cheers, guys. Plancha. Cheers. Hell yeah, guys. Mm. You know what, then, in oh. my haste, um, and not being uh not being able to uh grab the, the glassware, I was gonna suggest we boot this thing. Oh, DOS boot? Yeah, we boot it. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a dirt munder. I mean a DOS boot. That would be a good one. It would have been a good one. Um <laughs> But uh, the final boot of the year, um, <laughs> this would have been a boot. perfect one to boot. This is boot worthy. It this is, is a boot worthy yeah. beer right here. Um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe in the uh, the post uh, 
<laughs> the post podcast stream. Yeah, after the audio. Yeah. Not happening for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um two beers is perfectly fine for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Three beers is too much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um Dan, the uh Matt in here is saying that that beer looks pretty crispy. It's a it's a pretty crispy beer. Uh, uh, you know, this crispy beer might take Hazy Dan down. Oh, the, the old Hazy Dan, huh? Uh, <laughs> there he is, the, the our, <laughs> our beer mule. Our beer mule Matt here. Uh, the Crispy Division's front runner right now. Or actually, no, there's actually uh, Hop Thief is the crispy yeah. front runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, of our fantasy football league, we are doing a crispy division and a haze division. I'm he- I'm spearheading single handedly the haze division. That's incorrect. In the playoffs, there's only Ryan. Oh yeah, Ryan's in there. Okay, yeah. I, f- I keep forgetting he had that buy, so mm-hmm. I forget he's even he's even still around. But uh-huh. we have the haze division and the crisp, and it has been a uh, it has been a whirlwind of shit talking. Oh yeah, it has really kicked <laughs> up, and there's been a real real lot of uh, crisp on haze crime going on. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's been, uh, it's been an ugly scene in the group chat. Um, but yeah, while we're, while we're starting to enjoy this beer, um, Sean, tell us how you got into brewing. Um, like it's, it's going to start like everyone else, you know, I was, I, uh, got a homebrew kit, was making beer at home. Um, I ended up moving to Doylestown and one, one night on my ride, uh, jog, you know, through town, I, uh, passed a brewery that I never even knew was there. So I stopped in. And the brewer and owner was there, so I kind of got chatting with him, had a few beers with him, uh, brought some home by, and kind of, next thing you know, like, we were just hanging out a lot, and he invited me to start brewing with him. So I kind of got my foot in the door there, and that was at Geronimo Brewing Company. In oh, okay. okay. Um, it's funny, it's still to this day, like, the one place that I hear people say, I, I never knew it even existed, and they've been around for three years now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, Tufts in, like, a kind of like a side alley. Mm-hmm. Um but he was, he, he told me a lot about what I, you know, first got in the beer and it really, really appreciated all the stuff he's done for me and helped me out with. So, um, yeah, so I was doing that. I was brewing one day a week there with him working full time for my dad and his company. We were doing automotive work. Um, and then I got into brewing school. Um, and it was, it was an online school, um, called the American Brewers Guild, but it was hosted by Steve Parks, who been veteran in this industry for a while. Um, really cool British dude. He's really awesome. I love him. Um, so I kind of was doing that and then COVID hit. So this, the, the industry I was working in with my father really, really slowed down. I mean, like it was I'm sure like everyone, you know, it was, yeah. it was just brutal. Right. Um, and then I saw, I was, you know, just kind of browsing the forum for jobs and I saw a free wallet posted a job. So just kind of put it out there and, um, the timing just worked out well with, you know, it's business slowing down. My dad kind of slowing down his own business. So I took the leap and went to free will and since then worked my way up to head brewer. And here I am two and a half years later. So there you go. Oh, awesome. So you've yeah. just been, you said two and a half, it's been two and a half years that you've been in kind of just dabbling in brewing, I guess on a professional level before that was home brewing. Yeah. So, I mean, if you consider Geronimo, I was there a year and a half and then I would say a year and a half prior to that is when I first dabbled into home brewing. With the Mr. Beer so. kit. Is that what you started <laughs> with? Got the old no, plastic I, Mr. I didn't, beer kit. I, I was the eyeball and who kind of started all I did. I actually did extract, but I bought like the, the best extract kit I could buy. And then within <laughs> two batches, bought an all grain electric kit, um, got the unit tank, the pressurized unit tank, glycol chiller and everything, and then have not touched it since. 
And by glycol chiller, do you mean like a, a like a w- in window air conditioner with like tape wrapped around it? <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's the SS Brutech one. Yeah. It's, oh it's, man, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. All right, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool setup. But like, I kid you not, I bought the glycol chiller, and I think I did like four or five beers in it, and then I stopped doing it. It's <laughs> like the oh, last man, thing you, you can do I after mean, uh, brewing all day is go home and brew more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that thing hit. Facebook Marketplace fast. <laughs> Not yet, but hey, if anyone needs it, you know where to go. <laughs> the link will be in our podcast bio. We're going to help them sell this. Yeah. <laughs> I know a couple of home brewers who are using in window air conditioners as their glycol, so maybe I'll hit oh, them up. <laughs> I'll tell you that this, the space saving itself is worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. It, you, you know, getting into that, getting into it. it we, we've talked about like free will is kind of like, they're almost like the uh, like the farm system for brewing in the area. Yeah, like, I mean, so many people that we've talked to in, in this area have either like had their had some sort of involvement at Free Will prior to going on to where they are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the the mentors that, you know, I kind of grew up in this industry with just have been excellent. I mean, even before I actually worked at Free Will, I was going there and bringing, you know, some home brews in and they were giving me feedback and all that. So awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I really, there's a lot of people I owe a lot to in this industry. So it's, it's cool. It's a, it's a really cool industry. Um, <clears throat> all right, Dan, you want to get into uh, some tasting notes on this? Yeah, I mean, the overall impression from like the BJCP is spot on for this beer. Mm-hmm. It is just a, like, they actually have it as the Hell's Export Beer is basically, I guess, what the classic term is for the dirt munder in the uh, beer judge certification. And it basically is just a hell's extra. And it's just a slightly bumped up malt profile, mm-hmm. slightly bumped up like hot profile to the hell. So um, and it's, you know, yeah. right to the style. Right. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. It's, uh, you know, it's super crispy, um, but still like really flavorful. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Beautiful straw color on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's got nice head retention. Got some good lacing here. Um, it's just overall, I mean, it's a great, like, like you said, it goes back to the Hell's Lager. Like, that's kind of what it's really reminding me of. It's just like a more flavorful Hell's Lager. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just so light and, man, it's just right up my alley. Yeah. This is the hair of the dog that I needed after last <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly what, uh, this really puts some, uh, put some lead in the old pencil for this episode here. <laughs> I mean, I, I came in here probably, you know, just two steps away from death and this beer is bringing me back. <laughs> this song's like Evanescence, man. It's bringing me back to life. Oh man, you had to go there. <laughs> I had to. I mean, well, prior to the podcast, we talked about how you just like to play annoying music to all the other brewers in the, uh, in there. So I, I had to, I was thinking of other annoying music that I can bring into this. <laughs> that one comes on more than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, man. nothing, nothing like some good old fashioned <laughs> butt rock in the, uh, in the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we actually adapted, uh, from an old brewer who is no longer brewing with us. Actually, he works at source. And the reason we collaborated with this was that him, okay. um, he used to brew notoriously every Thursday and every Thursday he put on butt rock. We started calling every Thursday, butt rock Thursdays. Yes. Yeah. So in his honor, every Thursday, we still jam out to whatever butt rock playlist we can find on Spotify. <laughs> 
And that was our 2021, uh, was the year of the butt rock. The so, butt rock yeah. yeah. Every episode we had a new butt rock song as our intro. So we are very well versed in butt rock. We were raised oh, yeah. on the butt rock. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things like everyone first, they hate it. And then, you know, I feel like eventually it just comes part of their blood. Like they, they just can't, they can't help but sing yeah. along to it. Yeah. 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 I have a. I, I feel have, that way every time I spin a Limp Bizkit album. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I, I hate it at first, but then I'm like, you know what? This was worth it. I have this. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Sirius XM butt rock channel uh, saved in my favorites. Oh yeah, don't they have a really butt rock name too? Turbo. Turbo. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Sirius XM yeah. Turbo. If you're gonna be a butt rock channel, you gotta have something called like Turbo. Or it's like, perfect. It's it's the best. <laughs> um, and Dan and I are notorious label shoppers. Um, and the the switch in artwork that Free Will made um it has been fantastic like this is just such a great yeah a great can art just the style that like all the all the artwork has gone to has been they really, just look like really gnarly nice. children's books yeah all, like every every can label i see like since that switch was made to go into this direction i'm just like it's like it's like i want to drink where the wild things are every <laughs> time yeah it's definitely pretty unique um our brand manager john has done such a good job with this and he actually was like following this tattoo artist on Instagram and really like digged his work. So he got in contact with him and this guy is like, keep in mind, he's from London. So mm. he got in co- contact with this guy from London and, you know, struck up a deal with him where he draws all of our artwork, sends it to us digitally. We digitize it and put it onto a label. And yeah, every single one is one off hand drawn by this guy out in London who does tattoos, used to do tattoos for a living. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. It's, get- it's unique. Yeah, it's very unique. I bet it's great. Does he have like the Cockney accent too? Is he like, hey, bruv? Hey, bruv, go on the label for you. I actually haven't talked to him. <laughs> um, Andrew got out there this past year and actually got a tattoo on his leg from him, which is, it's super cool because like you can look at his leg and look at the artwork and you see like these little similarities that they have and it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. I mean, and you could tell like the thickness of the lines and everything yeah. that are, it, that's in the artwork. And I bet that really comes through on the tattoos. Like, yeah. yeah, you could definitely tell he does like tattoo oh, yeah. artwork with how yeah. thick he lays all the outlines mm-hmm. in on this. Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for heavy weighted lines. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, art. He even mails the original drawings to us, so you can see them like as like with all like the you know the dirty rubs off and all that on the sides. It's it's super cool. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, yeah that's it's really cool. Yeah. Not dirty, whatever you want to call it. All the ink. <laughs> um <laughs> so it's all the coal he does it with like uh he does it with charcoal, charcoal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> um so how is the how's the experience been uh brewing at free will oh it's been awesome i mean you know we've gone through quite a bit of change there um and i feel like this past year we've really really dialed in um across the board our process our beers um, the direction we want to go, you know, I feel like it's, we kind of found our place where we want to be and where we want to go in this past year. And it's really exciting to see that because getting there, you know, there was, it was, we were going a lot of different directions and this is also when COVID hit. So I started in the middle of COVID. So I don't know what it was before. So, you know, obviously like my, my, my sample size of what it's been like at free will is kind of skewed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, like, I feel like everyone in, in the middle of COVID, they were trying to survive, you know, just trying to survive and yeah. get through everything they can do, you know, keep their employees paid and keep everyone, you know, food on the table. And, um, it, it's been an adventure. I'll put it that way, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to, uh, 
to talk to you because like we've known free will for so long and you've known free will for so long, but like hearing it from like a fresh perspective, like we're not going too far back in it. I mean, like you said, you started in the middle of COVID where, you know, we're really kind of seeing like how free will has been since, you know, you took the reins and everything. And so it's kind of refreshing to get like a new perspective on free will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we dialed our employees down. We're really, we're really dialed in working with a smaller crew, but a more, in a more efficient way. And I, I think it really shows across the board. I mean, our team is just really, everyone's just working perfectly. Everyone works well together and it's, I think it's starting to show, which is nice. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of things change, but I think it's Firkin, Firkin Friday is still a thing, right? Um, it is not. Oh, it's not. No, no. Yeah, I, we, we did a Firkin not long ago, but, um, thankfully sour Sunday still goes on. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, that'll actually be back. So we just packaged our first sour since yeah. the basement. Um, it went into bottles today. So a few weeks, we should start seeing some some product uh, come out, which is really exciting. I mean, that the flood took a lot out of us. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, mm. that's crazy that just seeing it across our area when that, uh, when that storm hit and how mm. many people had to, you guys were, I think, the worst one I saw. Yeah, kind of took the brunt <laughs> of it. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, no we... way! Ah, oh, sorry. Mr. Oh, Tiny Corn Dog. Mr. Tiny Corn Dog is back. <laughs> it's been so long. It's been so long since Mr. Tiny Corn Dog has yes. graced our Twitch presence here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been waiting for this day for so long. He's finally back. Oh man, what episode was it where we talked to Mr. Tiny Corn Dog? I don't even know. Oh, man. I don't even remember. <laughs> it's, it's been so, so long. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, going back to that, like, you guys got hit with the flood and what? You were like, what, a year into working at Free Will or maybe less? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was actually like sitting at home doing my fantasy draft the one night and oh, I remember like looking at something like, man, it's pouring. And then uh, I got like a, a text from my boss. And it was just like literally like water just gushing through the, the basement. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right. Like, you know, like it's just some water. Like they'll, they'll figure it out. And I go into work the next day, like not thinking about anything. And, you know, glycol's down. So the beers oh. in the tanks were shot. Oh. Um, you know, the, the floor actually bulged. The water went to the ceiling and we had fooders down there. We had six 30 barrel fooders. So they uh, oh. floated naturally. Yeah. And just literally like pushed up into the floor. Luckily, the oh. floor wasn't damaged upstairs, but. We literally lost every single thing that was in that basement. Um, two employees' cars got kind of, you know, floated away a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, our, 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 if you've been to our place, you see like the, the cement walls. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, bent, it's meant to re- retain water. So all that water that came in, it Stand. took, I think, <laughs> like roughly, I think it was like nine days to pump it out. They had to get someone to pump it out because it wouldn't, it just didn't go anywhere. Like, yeah. You yeah, know, retain baits and it's shit smelled terrible um yeah i think all the sewage just came up with it it was yeah the pictures were insane and the Mm -hmm. videos too of just the water pouring through like those windows Mm -hmm. just like into the basement it was it was wild i mean obviously anyone a year into a job and you're just like oh well i wonder if i'm gonna have a job after this yeah like how are you gonna recover because we just got through one you know one really big hit which was finally being uh opened back up somewhat from covid yeah and that happens it was just like one blow after another but now i think we uh we, we definitely came back strong from it. And the good thing with, you know, if there is a silver lining to it, it's that our sour program now can be dialed back a little bit more, um, more targeted. So we won't just be, you know, pushing out a ton of liquid 
we'll be really, really intentional with everything we do and really just focus on making, you know, really high quality Saison and sour. Nice. So. Like stepping away from like quant, like focusing on quantity and going more and like dialing out, like, I wouldn't say like focusing on quality because obviously you were, but like, you know, being more dialed in on like what you're, you know, the individualized beers and stuff like that instead of like just trying to get on a schedule and pump out as much as you can. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's I, honestly probably the biggest thing I've seen has changed since I've started there. I mean, we used to crank out liquid and now we, we definitely dialed it back and we're worried about putting out intentional, really just solid liquid all around and not having like any kind of, you know, error. Yeah. So, um, it's, that seems to be just across the board, not just with the sour program. Um, even the barrel age programming, the, the stouts or, you know, I'm sure you guys have had a few of them this year already. So, um, yep. Nate, Nate, Nate's doing a good job with it all. And he's every, everything, like I said, everything's like a really well oiled machine right now. It's, it's really exciting to see that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got a tiny corn dog. Yeah, it's been, it's been, been too, too long. long. We're glad you're back, buddy. <laughs> um, that was an actual person. He just, uh, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know if he's a person or an idea. Um, he's he's just he's just here. It's just it's just Mr. Tiny Corn Dog. Yeah, I was sure if I was like a bot, like trying to spam it with you know, just with some links next. I mean, it's a it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty intelligent bot. Uh, if that's the uh, yeah, the way he responds to us is just yeah spectacular. Yeah. Um, so Chris White. Uh, was saying uh he remembered having to save his uh grandma's house from the rising lake level during the flood of nine to three uh oh, man. over by the mississippi damn that sounded like the beginning of like uh oh brother where art thou right there oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um dan how you doing on that you know, yeah getting close. Got, yeah getting close there yeah. um getting there yeah so you guys are definitely you're dialing back on the uh the beer um kind of taken away from those like releases that were like uh like every every week he they would have like just like three pages of <laughs> of like beer like to choose from um i remember like looking like i forget i think you were going up to free will for something and you asked if asked me if you wanted me to pick you yeah, up. yeah i used to live in telford for a yeah. little bit so I, I was right around the corner and i spent a lot of time at free will uh my wife likes sour sundays and i would go up there and just drink my Drink my body weight and craggle <laughs> all the time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was <laughs> which was funny because I'm like, first time I met you and I just like talking about all the classic beers and you're just like, I really don't have that much input on. This. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> I, know, I make them all the time, but yeah, it's they've been there, I mean, God, for forever. Yeah, I, I remember drinking craggle, like, <laughs> oh yeah. So, I mean, we, we had all of this, like, you know, fond memories of that, but it, it's cool to see the direction. Like the artwork was the big thing because visually you see that on social media, um, and you see it everywhere else. Like the whole branding, just, uh, changing with, you know, artwork, uh, even like just the logo kind of being updated a little bit too, and, um, kind of falling in with the artwork as well. Um, so you noticeably visually saw all change and then you guys were doing, you know, different styles that we weren't seeing. I mean, you guys kind of, you know, you jumped in with the other breweries and, you know, pumping out some of the hazies and stuff like that, mm -hmm. which, you know, we're going to get into after this crispy boy and everything Yeah, is, uh, you know, go into the, like, you know, you guys are doing the hazies. You guys are, I mean, this is a very unique lager style to do and looking at your, 
uh, tapless when I was at the brewery. I mean, I had to check dark lager when I first got there because you know it's on the side pool. I'm gonna have it. Oh yeah, I mean, if you're gonna have a check check lager on side pool, you gotta order it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took like a very long look at the menu, but I knew exactly what I was having when I got there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of the direction we're going now too is gonna be like more simplistic. Um, you know. A lot of what I personally love is lager and hazy IPA. So you're going to see a lot of that naturally just coming out from what I can push. Um, but I think like just a lot of like the, you know, we, we just got away from some of like that fruited stuff. Um, we still have our, our fruited options, but we just kind of, like I said, we, you know, we were kind of like a wide, really like you look at the tap list before and there's, I think there's 22 options. We had 22 taps at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was just, it was really all over the place. So it's like, how do you start dialing in certain recipes when you're brewing, you know, a fruited IPA one day and a, you know, some bizarre sour the next day. It's, 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 we're just moving in towards a, a more refined direction. Now you guys had like a yard house style tap list, but it was all free will. It was like one of those books you get where yeah. you're like, Oh, there's a second page to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we actually, I think we just dropped back to 16 taps. So that's, you know, again, kind of the direction the company just decided to start pushing naturally. Um, just be intentional. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. yeah. And I saw you guys have like you you have your like I would I wouldn't call them like uh, flagships, but like like core beers and stuff like you had Techno, you had Craggle, you had some other uh, some of the other options on there. But then you also, you know, had taps of, you know, the releases, the, you know, the one-offs you guys, I mean, you guys had a Ralphius on tap too, which was, I was like, not, not today, Dan. <laughs> you really got to. <laughs> I was on our peddler's tap room the other day and they had uh, the maple, the two-year maple. on. Oh, really? Like, honestly, I, I had, I bought two bottles with this year and I haven't tried it yet, but it is literally like liquid breakfast. Oh, it that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those ones where if I see it on, I'm like, I don't really need Ralphius, but I, I want it. <laughs> oh there you go next thing i'm drinking ralphius <laughs> yeah always ralphius <laughs> always <laughs> um <clears throat> we got a question here sean is love letter from the 90s making a return anytime soon you know it's actually funny that scott asked um we like literally had not even thought of that beer until last week and i thought about it i'm like ah, maybe we maybe we should do you know a love letters again and it you know we'll, we'll probably tweak it a little bit um I'm not going to say yes, but I'm also not going to say no. Okay. There, feel- there's a possibility that it'll come back. Um, the branding the hops, all that, but maybe it might be slightly tweaked towards what we're doing now. So I feel like everybody has like that, like, uh, that random favorite, uh, yeah. free will beer. Oh like, yeah. Like I, 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 I just, I want Verg Nugent set. Yeah. The Verg Nugent one. Verg Nugent. I don't even know what it's called. It was the pale lager. Wasn't that? Yeah. It was a pale lager. And it's just like, I've been like chasing that dragon ever since, like just trying to find a beer that crispy and, yeah. and clean. When I stopped at the yeah. tap room, I was like, I need, I need techno. I was like, I, I, it's been so yeah. long. Like I've had craggle like every now and then, but like I haven't had techno. I'm like, you know what? It's on draft. I'm going to have it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, we no, got, they're definitely classics and they're styles that you're not going to see go anywhere either. It's there's they're they're old, they're classic, and they're not going anywhere now. Um yeah, we got a celebrity in here, Barry Chez. Barry. The Barry Chez onto onto a root down. Oh, he's drinking a uh disco nap. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I love um just the side by side drinking as as mm-hmm. we drink beers, he's he's like six ahead of us. You gotta love this guy, <laughs> man. 
he he's retired and he's just drinking beer and loving life, yeah. man. He he is what I'm chasing. <laughs> like at his age, I just want to be I want to be Chez. <laughs> Everyone wants. I, to I just want to have snow. I just want to have a ton of beers and snowmobiles. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's all I know about this guy. <laughs> he's retired. He likes snowmobile and he loves beer. <laughs> um, My hero. <laughs> Chris White wants to know if if it if. If so, will it see distro? Uh, I can't give you a yes or no on that one either. I personally <laughs> don't know. That's a little uh, out of my range yeah, of my job. That's on the business side. He's on, yeah, on the brewing side. You're yeah. I'm sh- I can't imagine it wouldn't if we do do it again. But again, I don't want to make any promises to anybody on this. Again, this is just a uh, we yeah. had talked about it. it. Wasn't actually anything put into stone yet. So, um. Yeah, so we got Matt. Matt's heading heading to uh, Peddler's Village tomorrow. Godspeed. Um, <laughs> going to Peddler's Village, you know, three days before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, are you off tomorrow too? Are you going to Warwick? Uh, yeah. Slide my DMs, Matt. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm off tomorrow too. <laughs> gonna link up. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna link up and talk about our fantasy bout as crispy versus hazy. Oh. Ooh, noon. Ooh, ah, noon times. I might be able to do noon. So I, so I, I have some quote shopping to do, so maybe my shopping will bring me to Warwick. Shopping. <laughs> I'll shopping after. Don't yeah. make a mistake. You can do the all your all the Christmas shopping that needs to be done in in Jamison, PA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you need a hot tub? That's about it. Hot tub in Warwick. <laughs> um. All right, Dan. Final thoughts on the. Uh, on the old Wolf of Fate. Wolf of Fate ticks all the boxes for the Dirt Munder, in my opinion, uh, looking at overall impression and tasting notes. Um, because, you know, as a craft beer podcast, we try to study the guidelines for beers as much as we can. Um, and just looking at, you know, the criteria for Dirt Munder, I think you're, you, you ticked all the boxes. So this is uh, a perfect representation of the style, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Solid, uh, solid beer. This is definitely, um, what we we've talked about a, a lawnmower beer. Um, this is, this is a great one to have in the, uh, I would say it's a good, it's a good lawnmower beer. I would almost call this the more of a fireside beer. Cause it's a little bit, yeah. it's a little bit heavier in the malt profile, a little bit heavier in the hot profile. This is the, I would call this the post mow lawn as oh, we used you, to call okay, it. Okay. You're going to go, you're going to go post mow lawn with it. Yeah. This is, the, see this is when you're admiring your work. Yeah. Yeah. You got the uh, you got the you got the uh, the uh, crisscross patterns in. You're just looking out over yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just you're just waiting to have a catch with like one of your ancestors who comes out of the cornfield. <laughs> Dad. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's a it's an awesome winter lager. Really, I mean, it's got like the elevated alcohol content, the elevated malt character. Um, the hops are there, but they're not in your face. Yeah, that's kind of what we were going for, and knowing we were going to release it going into uh, late fall season. So. Yeah, and it, it's my personal favorite style of beer to drink. So to make a stronger one for Christmas time, it's like it was a no brainer for me. Oh, yeah. And it's good artwork for it, too. Like you you guys have like the, uh, you know, the trees that were done, the artwork in the background are obviously like, you know, your pine trees and stuff like that. You know, it definitely has like a winter esque look to it. Yeah, sure, for sure. sure. Um, <clears throat> all right. So let's get into our. Uh, our second beer, second and final beer here. We're going into haze territory. Yeah, we're getting into the haze territory. <laughs> the the 
lesser of the divisions uh, in our fantasy football league. Um, oh, you mean the one with the higher winning percentage? Uh, you mean the one with the less representatives in the playoffs? Sure. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to be doing Tumble Down Shack. Not by Golden Road. We're doing the Tumble Down Shack by Free Will. <laughs> um, so this is a hazy IPA uh, coming in at 6.4% alcohol by volume. It's a hazy IPA with Citra, Kalista, and Topaz. Two hops that we haven't had in any of the uh, IPAs that we've drank on the podcast. Yeah, I, so. I couldn't. I was I was trying to think of that earlier. Like, have we ever had Kalista or Topaz before? Kalista, Kalista, Kalista. I don't know. Yeah. I was trying to think. Isn't that uh, the, the Kalista, that... Kalista Flockhart? Yeah, yeah, yeah the actress. That's awesome. Yeah, Ali McBeal. That's, that's the it. That's yeah. the show I was trying to think. Yep, about. that's the one. It's just, just really showing my age there. Yeah, just ugly skinny. Remember the dancing baby was in it. <laughs> Remember how great dancing baby was oh, back yeah. in the day. Remember that it was. Was oh that like the God. first GIF image? What horrible! When he would just like dance on the internet. It was like the dancing baby. God damn! Our our age <laughs> age had just horrible memes. We had the worst. Remember hamster dance? Remember that oh website? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, if you guys are 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 kids that grew up, uh, um, you know, in this in this era with quality memes, we grew up in a time with hamster dance and dancing baby and. Uh, what the frog? Uh, was remember it, the, the was frog? that the one that went MAGA Pepe? Cra- no, 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 oh. not Pepe. Crazy frog. Uh, oh yeah, wing, 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 yeah, wing, yeah, wing, yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Um, <laughs> they made like the clubbing music out of his like. Yeah, he was like riding a pretend motorcycle or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did like the song from. Uh, they did. They used the song from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ugh, just the, the yeah the memes like the early internet memes are abysmal you know we complain that the internet is like trash now it was a garbage wasteland when we were yeah younger. the the angel <laughs> fire site memes and like yeah. geocity memes like oh remember how we were all html experts back then yeah with our myspaces that we were like able to put like digital backgrounds and like animations so. yeah you had to code but you and, didn't know you were coding yeah exactly and everyone <laughs> immediately erased that from their brains oh yeah like i i had to like relearn it <laughs> in my career all right let's get a crack here all right you ready sean We'll mess it up this time. Three, two, one. Oh, Beautiful. Took one. Final beer of the season. Took it on the chops. Only, only fitting. <laughs> All right. Beautiful on the nose. Definitely get a lot of, uh, a lot of the hop characteristic on this. I was going to pull up the BJCP uh, tasting notes on overall impression of a hazy IPA is uh, it just says an IPA, yeah, but hazy. It's a hazy IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you want it to be, really. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it. this style is just open to impression, yeah. like open to everybody's like palate and how they're going to interpret it. Get a nice, oh, get yeah. a nice jiggle pour. Are you getting a little jiggle? Oh, do I hold on? Do I dare? Let's see uh, how uh, thick this boy is. Oh, Pilsner-ish. Oh, that's a thick... Look at that. That's a thick boy. <laughs> it's got a lot of yeah. ITUs on it. Yeah, that boy thick. <laughs> Ooh, what boy. in the are you Damn, that boy oh, thick. Oh, Sean, are you not familiar with Pilsner-ish? I know who Pilsner-ish is, but I don't think I've seen have that you seen the, Have you seen the jiggle test that he does? Yeah. No. Uh, so, like... <laughs> He he has this he has this thing with Jiggle like test. and then you gotta test the thickness one pinky 
Yeah, it's one it. pinky in. Boy, that thick. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's the uh, yeah they call it said the IBUs. They call it the ITUs. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. I love those guys. They're amazing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dummy, dummy thick. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> dummy thick. That's the uh, that's the brewer over at Source. There you go. Oh, nice. Sheesh. Want to be on this guy here? Hell yeah. Great beer, a wolf of fake. Yeah. Boys. <laughs> Slancha. Cheers. Ooh. Oh. oh, yeah. That is some foam. Dummy thick. Um, <laughs> um, that is dummy soft on that mouthfeel, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Sean, what would you say? So, you kind of said um, you're favorite style to drink is hellas yeah um so what would you say your favorite style of beer to brew is definitely not hazy ipas um <laughs> <laughs> uh, also like really any lager i mean every single small batch lager we're doing is decocted now oh nice okay. yeah like i i just love the process the the little the minute details that go into it and you know while not everyone can necessarily see that but you know, coming from a production side where you see the ones that aren't decocted versus the ones that are decocted. It's like, just like kind of like getting to be able to do that. And it takes a little bit longer of your day, but when you finally drink that, like the lagers, like it's, there's something about it. I don't know. Like the easiest are awesome and all, but yeah. There's yeah. just that like nuance of crisp that comes with like that decoction and like the step mash system and everything. It's just, yeah. it just makes it that much more like it yeah. gives it that snap. Yeah. And it, Yeah takes a lot longer out of your day to do it too so like when you finally like get to do it it's, yeah it's fun i feel like brewers now like kind of like sleepwalk through brewing like hazy ipas <laughs> yeah. and then it's like time to brew a lager and they're like ah, <laughs> yeah. all right let's get to work <laughs> you get parked up in the morning you wake yeah. up you're like oh yeah <laughs> he's got like an 80s movie montage before he does it <laughs> yeah, yeah. along the razor's edge <laughs> he's like rambo he's like tying tying <laughs> push it to the limit yeah limit. <laughs> <laughs> um so why um why hellas as your as your favorite beer to drink honestly it's I like the I like the multi character of it. I like the hop character. Um, it's just got that crisp lager taste to it. Um, it's it's just something I you know I really love to make when I was home brewing. It's something that I really just love to drink anywhere I go. Like I feel like a Hellas is a it's a golden standard of a brewery. Like if someone's putting out a really great Hellas, I know that chances are any of their other beers gonna be good because it really takes like a fine balance to make a good one. Yeah, too much hop and it, it pushes out of that territory not enough malt like it it really it's it's just about process and making sure that recipe you know it's really dialed in the gold standard is a great way to put it because i mean obviously you know classic color you know characteristic is that straw gold right there Mm -hmm. like that gold standard of the hells right and man i like that gold standard name of the podcast there you go gold standard um (laughs) (laughs) um so if you had if you had one hellas to drink for the rest of your life which one are you drinking I mean, Sly Fox is pretty good, but uh, I don't know, Spotten. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Spotten. Oh, yeah. I don't um, even, it, technically, I believe it is a Hellas Lager, but they call it Spotten Golden or Spotten Export or something like that. But man, that beer is yeah. always, always perfect. You know, the question was almost 
if you had to drink one Hellas for the rest of your life, what would it be and why is it Sly Fox? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was the second half of it. Mm-hmm. Sly Fox is really damn good. Like, you know, for uh, like local, especially like on the East Coast made yeah, PBR. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I I can kick back some PBRs, man. Let me ain't tell nothing you. wrong with a you know, Ain't nothing wrong with a uh, with with a PBR. Yeah, what's wrong oh, yeah. with the beer we got? <laughs> I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it? <laughs> I mean, speaking of loggers, Budweiser. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Slide Fox. I think was like for Dan and I. I think that was our intro to Hell's Loggers. Yeah, I mean that that was a staple Just with the like, pop top. Yeah, oh, the yeah. three sixty pop top when that that was the golden age of Sly Fox Hell's when it was the pop three sixty pop top on a on a twelve ounce can. Ooh drag so fast too like you're literally just literally crushing cans yeah and it was a per- it, perfect for the beach perfect yeah. for yeah yeah that would yeah, be my yeah. only complaint is uh the 360 pop up does let a little bit more sand into your beer so but other than that worth you know, it worth, worth it. it yeah yeah and i mean theirs is uh definitely i think the best example i've seen locally have you had 100 um, have you had mainstays hellas I'm not sure I have. I think I've only had a few of their beers now. I don't really get down to Philly a whole lot. Um, so I think I've had some of theirs at some of the brewers meetings or uh, the NBA meetings or whatnot, mm. but I'm not sure. I haven't yeah. directly been to their tap house or anything like that. I've brewery. had their other loggers. I have not had. Wait, we had the Hells yes, we on did. the uh, podcast. Yeah, though. we had the mainstay Hells because we we're like, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're O'Reilly Stan. Yeah, so. <laughs> the, the God. O'Reilly the God. Yeah. <laughs> uh I mean, he's basically invented the Hells. Uh, and I think his Hells does have a 360 pop top. It does. So the reason why, you know, Sly Fox got rid of theirs was because of distribution to certain states mm-hmm. would not allow them to have the pop top. So some oh. states think, well, I mean, it, and it's pretty it's a pretty obvious reason. They're like, well, the pop top creates uh two pieces of litter for the price of one, basically. So and, like when the, the pop top, you know, you have your can and you have your top, that's two pieces of litter that people throw out. And, and that's what they look at it versus yeah. like one can that gets put into recycling. And I think they considered the pop top dangerous because it's like a tuna can lid. You know? Yeah. It wasn't so much the danger. It was the litter. It was the, uh, it was the recycling of it and everything. People were just like, it's just two, it's two pieces of trash. Then uh, people were like recycling the can part, but they were throwing the pop top. Yeah. So like, right. uh, you know, some states were just, you know, vehemently against it. Mm-hmm. And when he went to mainstay, he's like, yeah, I'm bringing this back. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that, that must have been in the very first business meeting, because every time I have a mainstay, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that rip around the circle, you know, when it when it comes around the curve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's peel, like opening, dude. It's hey, it's the season. Yeah. It's like opening a Christmas present. It really is. Or a Hanukkah. Or it's week of Hanukkah. So this is yeah. L'chaim. <laughs> um, Didn't you got, find out you're Ashkenazi in uh, 23 and Me? Uh, n- not 23 and Me. My uncle found out that. Oh, was, your uncle found out. Yeah. That we. I'm part Ashkenazi, which. Ches. Yeah, Ches. Ches's whole life is beer yeah. and. Uh, yeah, he went uh, <laughs> just just such a, a Chez comment here. Uh, he had a hell of a lunch at Bonk's Bar in Port Richmond today. Chez, uh, meet me and Matt at Warwick tomorrow. 
We're going to, we might try and have ourselves a day. Actually, no, the last time I went to Warwick, I stayed there way too long. And Sean, Sean called me at the end when I was trying to leave. <laughs> I was like, hey, Sean, nice to meet you. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to leave. Ryan wouldn't let me go. <laughs> it, that happens. That happens way too often. He's, he's a bad influence, that yeah, guy. He is. He's like, I don't have any friends. Please stay. <laughs> 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 please stay buy my merch nobody likes it <laughs> <laughs> i'm bursting at the seams with merch yeah. <laughs> he's not listening anymore <laughs> no he might no. who knows no. no he's on he's on his peloton trying to shave some lbs yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's probably listening while he's on he's like you sons of yeah. bitches he's sweating like <laughs> he's sweating like james gandolfini over there <laughs> you know, you know, a podcast calls calls a guy Michael McDonald a few too many times. And next thing you know, he's got a Peloton in his house. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. That episode we had where he like he had to stage his like podcast background with yeah. like, the Peloton behind him like he's some fitness guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we told him he's going to Yamo be brewing with Citra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um. All right. So. uh Dan, what are you? What are your thoughts on the uh, on the old hazy here? I guess that's the resident haze boy of the podcast yeah. here. Uh, I think you know. I said it right at the beginning when we first. Dan, the, the representative from the haze division. The haze division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I the was, floor is yours. <laughs> the floor is. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I do like um, the mouthfeel on it. Soft. Uh, not too heavy though. I like it's. It's not that heavy of a like a mouthfeel, but it's nice and soft. Uh, Definitely has the tropical notes uh, for that little, you know, subtle bitterness there to remind you it's still an IPA, mm -hmm. which is good. Uh, I think it's overall pretty well balanced, hazy. Yeah, um, I I took a look at my glass and I was like, man, it's uh, it's going down pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> um, beautiful lacing on it, which like you do get from a very well balanced hazy IPA if you're drinking it on one side of the bottle. <laughs> yeah, and you just get those you get those classic rings like a tree as you go down. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, the, uh, I'm going to say it's a, a bit crushable because I'm crushing it right now. Uh, um, it's, uh, it's very easy drinking. Um, I'm, it, it's not like weighing on me at all. Um, nope. the flavors from all of the, uh, the hops in there really work well together. Yeah. It's I'm really, not familiar with, uh, Calista and, uh, was it Topaz? Right? Yeah. It's, it, they're it's a very harmonious beer. Yeah. Balance is definitely mm -hmm. key on that. Uh, what was the reasoning behind the hop choices? Was it just like you guys had it, you know, ordered or had surplus and kind of used it? Or was there like any method behind that? Um, I mean, whenever I try and put a hazy together, I, I, I hope to put some sort of uh, ideology behind the, <laughs> the combination there. Um, but I had specifically chosen Callista to get ordered for a hazy. Um, I just didn't know how I was going to use it yet. Okay. So I had it sitting there and it was a recipe that actually got pushed off a few weeks. Um, and we ended up doing it. And the Callista I mainly chose cause it, it's, uh, it's oddball. So it's a really low alpha acid German hop, okay. but the, the, the century on it's extremely tropical and fruity and it's also really high in oil content. So mm. it's, it is a relatively kind of odd hop to use. Um, but when I smelt it, I mean like the, the smell of it, it, it just, I knew it needed to go into an IPA. I could see it working wonderfully in a, a lager as well. It's like German um, new wave, like 
Yeah. Noble hop. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, we do we do a dry hop lager series where we rotate through like kind of interesting hops that work well in lagers. And I, I genuinely think this one would be a the Coleso would be great candidate for it. Um but that and then the citra, obviously like our citra crop is just awesome. Um ask Ryan about citra, he loves that hop. Um Yep. We've seen the engagement photos. <laughs> uh, no, I thought those two work together and Topaz is pretty interesting. We've used it on one of our triple IPAs, the West Coast actually. Um, and it it does give out a really awesome fruity nose to it, but it's really high in alpha acid. So I think that attributes kind of like this balanced character to it because it is a relatively light, low ABV beer. So yeah. um, it it all works. It works well together, I think. They're all relatively fruity, but they're not in opposite directions going. Um, I like to smell all the hops before I throw, decide to throw them into whatever beer I'm going to do. Just, yeah. You know, I think you can kind of learn a lot about a hop from the smell of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, what do they say? Like a majority of the taste profile is really off the nose anyway. So right from the old olfactory system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah. I mean, the Topaz and like you describing that, um, you know, sitting there just like tasting the beer and thinking like, yeah, that's, and then Callista, yeah, I can see like how uh, how the oils go into it too, uh, creating like a nice uh, I don't know. There's like a, there's a softness to this beer, but mm -hmm. it also is light body at the same time, which is right. And it de more. it's definitely tropical. Yeah, and six percent is a nice like sweet spot for oh, AZ yeah. IPA. Yeah, that's a, yeah. We, go ahead, sorry. Uh, that's I, I was gonna say that's kind of the wheelhouse for uh, an ideal hazy anymore yeah you know? in my opinion like that's where i kind of try and stay for right. those unless i'm like at a bottle share and i'm really trying to destroy my liver yeah, low abv like is king night. low abv is king yeah yeah we went through that we all we all lived through the uh the high abv COVID. i think that was the 2020 anxiety yeah it was like, the covid where we were all yeah. just drinking to forget yep exactly <laughs> so everyone was like "Ooh, a 15 percent triple ipa yes please yeah <laughs> And use it. You said you used topaz in a triple. Was that to like uh, try to like dial down the booze, like the booze factor, like to make like, um, that boozy like kind of taste in a triple kind of a little bit more subdued? Yeah, yeah. And also they they say that topaz really shines in high alcohol beers. I don't don't know why they say that, um, but I, I would probably agree with it. I don't know if it's just something with the, the extraction of the higher alcohol content. I I don't know. Um, I don't claim to know that. So yeah. <laughs> I just know it really, it worked really, really nicely in the beer we did it with. And okay. I thought it would translate nicely to a hazy. So, um, one with that, we're using, um, a new experimental yeast out of Berkeley, um, on this that is stylized. So it's, it is uh, supposed to throw a lot of tropical notes out. Um, I've used it now. I think this is the fifth beer with it. So, so is this uh, like a like a like an a, another option to like people using Phantasm where they're like, hey, the yeast is stylized already, so you know you don't have to go and uh, supplement Phantasm to get that like juice and tropical factor. Right, right. So yeah, they they genetically modify their yeast um, to have a enzyme in it that releases bound thiols, and free thiols. Um, so basically, without getting you know super sciencey basically hops and malt have what are called bound dials and they're, you know, they're attached to molecules and regular yeast just doesn't release them. 
And these styles are super fruity. I mean, they're, if you're talking a regular beer compound, you're looking at like parts per million or parts per uh, billion, what it takes to actually smell it or taste it. And they're talking down to single parts per trillion. That's how aromatic and flavorful they actually are. Yeah. But they don't generally survive the process. So they genetically modified it to produce 10 times as much as a regular yeast would, even with like the phantasm and whatnot. So yeah, now a lot of it, you know, choosing like, we don't want every single one to taste like, you know, guava juice or, you know, fruit punch. So we want to, we, we specifically choose certain brands to have high thiol content hops, be fruity. And then some that don't have it and the yeast works well, where it doesn't make it fruity. If it, you don't give it the opportunity to be fruity. Yeah. You know, so it's been pretty fun to work with. I mean, it's it's super cool. It's super interesting. It and seems the, like it's the, making its rounds right now. Like a lot of people are like moving towards the thylite. Like, you know, Phantasm just hit like the market at, with, you know, I mean, it was the hype. Like everyone was like, oh, Phantasm, mm-hmm. gotta, gotta get the Phantasm. And then and I feel like Phantasm has quieted down. Oh, and yeah. a lot of the breweries now are talking about, like you said, the thylized yeast. In fact, I think we actually were we were briefly talking about her, I think around the fire when we first, uh, when we first got over to, uh, Ryan's cause he was talking about it too. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's definitely on the horizon. I, I don't think the, I think with yeast labs now going forward, like this, the science and the option now to do genetic modification is going to be something we see like going forward for, you know, the foreseeable future. It's like the Jurassic Park of hazy IPAs right now. (laughs) They're even doing lagers with it now. It's just crazy. They're doing thialized lager yeast and they're doing, they're actually able to produce a diacetyl free, any strain you want now because of genetic modification. So like, I think you're going to see in the next five, 10 years, like really science start to pull itself through into the the Mm. beer industry, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Um, We might get a cool point in this industry to see that. Well, we're, we're, we're not getting against, dinosaurs, but we're no. getting loggers. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we are up against it here, Dan. All right. Um, a l- cut a little over an hour, but, you know, it's all right. Um, some good beer talk, some good diacetyl talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, final thoughts on the uh, on the beer? I'd say uh, we mentioned it earlier. I think it's a very well-balanced hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. Um Balances a nice soft mouthfeel with uh, great tropical notes. Uh, you know, balanced with a good bitterness factor, just like laying on the palate, nice and you know. I would say nice and I wouldn't say it's uh, light or moderate. Uh, I would say it's more moderate. Um, just to remind you, it's still an IPA, guys. You know, it's not like a total juice bomb. It's exactly what I want an IPA to taste like. Coming from like an old school IPA drinker, a craggle drinker. I, I want this to have a little bit of bitterness to it. And I feel like you've balanced the tropical and the bitterness very well with this. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, I don't know what else I can say about it. Very good. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a solid, uh, IPA. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Did you see the chat? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, this guy this guy's my hero <laughs> um Ches yeah. we trust yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so if you want to know what barry Ches is saying stick around yeah, uh, yeah, for, stick the, around for the, the for the after uh, we're gonna cut the audio we're gonna talk about this a little bit yeah. uh before we get off the stream <laughs> um yeah so uh, yeah, I don't know what else to add to what Dan said. Um, God, Barry, I hope you sent me a photo of this cause <laughs> very, very harmonious, uh, uh, 
beer, well-balanced, uh, super soft, um, very light. Uh, I would say, um, it's not like weighing on you like some hazies do. Um, it's definitely one where you can, you can drink, you know, two or three of them and not feel, you know, not get that like bloat or like, you know, feel like you just ate a meal. Um, it's, it's really nice. I, I really enjoy this one. Thanks, Chaz. Uh, going down easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, Sean, uh, thank you for coming on with us. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time, um, and sharing your beer with us, taking the time to talk with us about it. Um, guys, uh, go check out, uh, free will, um, out. You can, they have what two locations, uh, in Skipback and is it Skipback? No, it's uh Percocy and, uh, Doyle's, is. I guess the Doyle's have Peller's village out in, uh, Pellers. yeah, yeah. New out there. Hope. We have uh, the movie theater for a little bit, too. Not much longer, but... Oh, yeah. Is that the one out in, like, Souderton? Yeah. Yeah. We won't be there too much longer, but... But Yeah. Go check out Free Will. I mean, you can find it in most of your uh, distro places, um, beer distributors, uh, (laughs) grocery stores. um, Chez, you're an animal. We're putting these... I'm I'm saving them so we can put them up here. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So, guys, go check out... uh, Check out uh, Free Will at Free Will Brewing on Instagram. Uh, Sean is uh, at I don't know. Do you want us to give out your personal, or do you do you not care? I don't care. Okay, <laughs> at at Sean Sean Cannon underscore. Yeah. Do you guys have anything you want to plug that's coming up? Any releases or anything that you guys are you guys are doing? Um, you know, we're you can expect the same things out of us going forward. Next year, we actually are going to be um, dropping a hazy IPA probably the first beer of the year with warwick and trogues as a collab so uh yeah i heard about this yeah yeah so it, it's 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 going along the process pretty well and we're all pretty excited about you got it, to so. see you got to see ryan uh uh puppy dog uh just follow john just follow john trogner around with his tail wagon <laughs> what are we gonna do today john huh huh, huh? <laughs> i think everybody follows john around like that he's guy's a genius do you think so. do you think john just like pulls a tennis ball out of his pocket and like throws it when he wants like ryan to go somewhere else he has like a squirt bottle like it's a cat he's just like when ryan gets too close he just sprays him a little bit <laughs> can we can we add more citra <laughs> Jesus. he's got a can of, he's got a can of rocks <laughs> uh all right real quick last question uh do you know the decision behind the eight ounce can on ralphius yeah we just can't get them (laughs) there you go can't get them yeah ask red bull why they had to buy all the cans out from everybody yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's rumors they're coming back though so hopefully uh we'll have that back coming for the new stout barrel aged stouts and all that going forward so hopefully fingers crossed we can get our hands on them for uh you know not an arm and a leg that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, guys. Uh, um, I don't know what else to say for that. Um, Sorry, I'm just at a loss for words with all the yeah, beautiful well, Barry photos that you oh, sent me. <laughs> if, you're, if you're on the video stream. Yeah, if you're going to come on the stream, we, oh, man. Barry, Barry Chez is a freaking, oh, man. It's a golden god. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, check out Free Will. Uh, check out the work Sean's doing. Um, uh, as for us, um, 
Next week we're gonna be we're gonna be taking a week off for the holiday. Um, we'll come back. It's holidays. We're not taking off from drinking, but we're taking yeah, off. From we're streaming. taking yeah, we're taking off from the <laughs> from the podcast as we usually do. We usually I don't take, know. I, I might quit alcohol together after this past week, man. It's been rough. Yeah, everybody says that. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, uh, guys. Um, yeah, like we said, we're going to take a week off. We do it every year. Uh, so um, we'll be back in the, the beginning of the year. Um, maybe we'll have a guest. I don't know. Maybe we'll line something up. We got some time to do that. Um, we got a new year. We got new music. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, we're going to have to be year. very choice with it. If we're going to look for a guest, it has to fall in line with the new year. So. I feel, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um and then, uh, guys, the besties, uh, we'll be back. With, I mean, the besties will be happening in the, uh, I think we'll announce the nominees. Yeah. The, so, uh, on the first episode. Yeah. First episode, we're going to discuss the nominees guys. And, uh, we kind of brought it up on our social media. So guys, yeah. uh, give us a follow. That's, uh, best, best friends pod, Tom, that's best, best friends P O D. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good. Uh, guys, we have nominees for uh, best episode, best guest. I mean, Sean, this is a great episode. I think you might be in the run. I mean, it, I mean it's it's a little early now. Uh, you know, polls are closing on the... On, on the 30th. On the 30th. Yeah, yeah. The primaries are going to close on the 30th and the polls open. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, best beer on the podcast. Best beer we featured. Uh, best brewery uh, overall. Uh, best segment. If there was a segment in one of our episodes that really got you guys laughing, uh, yeah, let us know. Uh, best episode name. Uh, we try hard to find good episode names. Uh, it's hit or miss. You know, we're yeah. about 50 50 on that. Um, also, this one here evolved a little bit. I, we were thinking like, yeah, we we got into reels this year. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's getting into reels. So we did a category called best reel. We didn't specify if it was our reels or not, but some people have been sending us some great brewery related reels uh, yeah. as nominations. I think we're just opening it to the floor. Yeah, I think it's just, <laughs> there, it's there just are some open. breweries have gotten very creative on social media. So yeah. we are opening up the uh, best reels category for that. Yeah, we're opening the pit for that one. Yeah, we're opening up the pit. <laughs> Get um, ready to dance, guys. But yeah, guys, uh, that, that can all be found on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at best best friends pod. That's at best best friends pod. Um, yeah, hit, hit up our DMs in there. Um, I'm tired of all the Hayes Boys bots that are uh, attacking us um, with nominations, <laughs> uh, nominating yeah. Hayes Boys for everything. Um, they don't deserve that kind of clout. They already have enough clout, so uh, <laughs> they don't need anything from us. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, a, a number of you have joined, um, namely uh, Barry Chez, uh, have joined uh, via Facebook. You can always find us on Facebook at Best Best Friends Pod. Again, that's at Best Best Friends, P-O-D. Uh, you can check us out on, uh, check us out if you, if you're listening on uh, audio only and you want to go back and watch the episode, you can go the, do that on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, all of our episodes go right to YouTube. The full episodes are on there. Um, you can check it out. It's youtube.com slash at Best Best Friends Pod. That's youtube.com slash at Best Best Friends, P-O-D. We are, we are, we are, we are. Oh, yeah.
That's a good finale right there. Right? Um, and honestly, the best way to the best way to check us out is uh, is Twitch. Um, we, I would love to get just a, a harmonious uh, chat. Everybody all in the same chat. Twitch is the best way to do it. Twitch has the best platform for that. Yeah, for video I mean, viewing. You, for you chat. get to hang out with Mr. Tiny Corn Dog. Oh, Mr. Tiny Corn Dog, we love you so much. Yeah, come back, come back to us, baby. Come back, baby. Come back. Um, we. Oh, I can't wait till we have the year of the yacht rock. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's twitch.tv slash best best friends pod. That's twitch.tv slash best best friends p o d. I had to finish it I out with Dan's entire, favorite, yeah, <laughs> favorite uh, POD drop. I know. I had this entire soundtrack for my drive home tonight. <laughs> all right, everybody. Um, Dan, it, it's been all year. You know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. It's not goodbye forever. It's just one more. Goodbye for now. Just one more POD drop for you, Sean. And, uh, and as you guys wrap up your new year uh, and head into 23, uh, just always remember. Nope. We lacked on it. Always nope. remember. Nope. Don't do it. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That oh, was the Clinton family. Why, why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? It was the Clinton Damn family. It. The Clintons killed this Epstein. This is not a conspiracy podcast. Stop it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, best Best Friends Podcast uh, season 2022, episode 145. We out. Happy holidays. See you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Best Best Friends Pod Hosted by Dan and Tom Best Best Friends Pod Hosted by Dan and Tom Best Best Friends Pod Hosted by Dan and Tom Best Best Friends Pod Hosted by Dan and Tom This podcast is hosted By two Bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette, a cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both, so it's all for me. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, weren't the ones for me. Epstein is still alive, and listens to Best Best Friends.